The following is brought to you by the Starfleet Podcast Network, SPN, The Spin. It's better I, want, than I just want to say, you do know, you do know, in fact, that the Luftwaffe is not still flying overhead, right? Like, you can eat normally now. <laughs> I live in Germany, so I eat a lot of sausage. What you, what, oh, yeah, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Roger, where do you, where do you live God. in Germany? Thank you back, uh, Berlin. I, once upon a time, many moons ago, lived in Germany for like eight fucking years. Whereabouts? Uh, in um, Ansbach in Bavaria. Oh, it's beautiful there, but um, Fuck it's yeah, a very it different culture than where I am. Yeah, it is. Southern <laughs> Germany's the shit. Also, you're pretty close to the fucking uh, Alps. Yes, exactly. I was actually there a few weeks ago. We went to Austria border between Bayern. And <clears throat> we used to go there. We used to go there like probably three times a year. It's so fucking um, beautiful. It really is. That's why I was telling somebody. I actually have some pictures somewhere we took. I tell people all the time, it's it. You get to a certain point if the weather's just right when you're when you're going up the mountain, you get to a certain point where you're above clouds and it's kind mm-hmm. of freaky. You're like looking down and there's clouds. You're like, I can't see the ground. Have you been I to Hitler's know. bunker? Uh, Hitler's uh, watch ta- watch Eagle's Nest yeah. there. Because yeah, exactly long above time clouds. Ago. Yeah, it's really. really cool. <clears throat> yep. Long I live in the clouds. Ago, yep. I live in the clouds regardless, but. <laughs> Understandable. You guys want me to go ahead and get started with introductions, or just you mean you, you mean metaphorically, metaphysically, it's, and literally? All those. Yeah. <laughs> meta, 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 something. Hi, I'm Big J here with Strange Kirk, Alfie, Techman sixteen, and Handy. We are going to be talking about, I guess, Star Trek this morning. This is the Starfleet Podcast Network monthly show. And Tentacles. Tentacles? No, 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 no. We can't. It's too early for that. For those of you who are just joining us, just make sure you understand that as long as Handy Tech, Kirk, or and or Boom is here, and honestly, at this point, Alfie, this is a not safe for work show. So, if for some reason you're listening to it and you have your lovely children in the back seat, you need to turn this off and throw your phone out the window. Unless they're really cool. Unless they're really cool children, and also if you work in. The not safe for work industry, then that's also fine. Yeah, if you're I if you're filming porn right now, listen to this. It's fine. <laughs> oh, why man. why would people listen to this while filming porn? I thought there there's enough noise in the background during a, maybe a they, porn. Maybe you know shoot. what? Here, maybe maybe no one like maybe someone wants to drown out the cupping sound of balls against the butthole. Or something. Let's, I don't know. let's let's create Jeez. that. Where that's is good. this? We'll fix it. This conversation is like started off the rails. I'm just sitting here like, yeah, I don't know. All right, let's get back to All right. Star Trek. Let's focus. Get back to... We can't focus. This, this is, yeah, it is an R-rated podcast. And Star Trek is hopefully where we're going to talk a little bit about. We were talking <laughs> a, little, a little bit. Just a little bit. Small portion. So we were talking about Lower Decks just a little bit ago. And I know there's not a whole lot that we can squeeze out of that and heard a reference made that I've heard several times that I firmly believe is that lower decks is Rick and Morty in space. And that's kind of been the thing from the beginning. And wait, 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 doesn't isn't Rick and Morty in space generally for the most part? I don't really also. watch much of it. You, you would not describe Rick and Morty as a space show, would you? Sci-fi, sci-fi cartoon for sure. 
but would you say space? Because science fiction is just well, fiction. He it has a spaceship. It. He has a spaceship. So, but, but would you describe it as a space show? I'm hearing a lot of deflection. Yes, I think so. <laughs> uh, kind of a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you sure? Final just, answer. Just, to, just yeah, yeah. Final answer. I now declare it a space show. Anyway. Oh, all right. Well, we'll alert the producers. <laughs> all right. Now, Rick and Morty is a space show. You heard it, you heard here, it first. here first. I think that this season is starting out not too bad. I just, I haven't really been able to get into Lower Decks all that much in the last couple of years. Last season, I got to the point where I just, I didn't even really feel like watching it. And the only reason I did was because... I need to, it was like out of, out of obligation. I just felt like, well, I need to watch every episode of Trek regardless, which I've done. And now this first few episodes of this season, I've, I'm kind of in that in between looking forward to it and obligation. So it's like, yeah, you know, I, I actually want to watch it, but I'm still watching it because I just need to stay current. And maybe that's just because I don't, I don't get the, the Rick and Morty vibe. I don't watch Rick and Morty. It's I've seen some of it, but it's not for me either. I'm with you on that. It's not for me either. So that style is not what drew me in at all. I just, I just agree with all of you. I really like Rick and Morty and I don't think Lodex is anything like Rick and Morty really, other than the animation style. I think Lodex is way more cheesy and less confrontational than Rick and Morty. Oh my God, Lower Decks is more cheesy than I guess I have to yeah. reevaluate my thoughts on both shows. Yeah. Rick and Morty is amazing. Why don't you guys like Rick Thank and Morty? Thank you. Yeah, Rick and Morty is amazing. Or it was. It's such a good show. I, I, like it. I, I think it's a really good show. So. I mean, I, I don't know. I think the I fan base is it. awful. But. It, it's, it, it's all individual preferences, you know? Um, I, I, I tried to watch it. Everybody was, everybody's like, Oh my God. You know, well, I say everybody, most people are like, Oh my God, the show is great. And a few people are like, ah, I didn't like it. And then, so I tried to watch it. Just I think Rick and Morty, <clears throat> Rick and Morty to me kind of reminds me of like of, of an old Ren and Stimpy cartoon. Now was never really into Ren and Stimpy. No, so get out of here. Ren and Stimpy was the stupidest shit. Garbage. Disgusting. Oh, go fuck your... No, go actual fuck your whole face right now. Ren and Stimpy was fucking hilarious and started <laughs> no, everything. No, I think we have different... Yourself. I think we have Ren different... Ren and Stimpy was good. Ren and no, Stimpy was, was fucking amazing. You guys are tasteless. Yes. Go tasteless? Go meet yourself. You have to... Okay, go yeah. rewatch Ren and Stimpy and change your opinion. And think about it. Ren this and Stimpy was I on freaking Nickelodeon. Try. Kids were watching it. Jay, like he says it. he says tasteless. However, we both know that some people's taste is all in their mouth. <laughs> Handy, just rewatch all of it. Rewatch all of it, and then come back here and say, "Yeah, Ren and Stimpy is good." I, I don't know about all of, it, but I will, I, I will take your advice. Try to. When was the last time you watched it? Oh, it's probably about fifteen. But you said about fifteen years ago. Probably. Maybe so, more. I've I've noticed that there are a lot of things when you watch it that first time. Sure, it probably seemed silly, kind of stupid. But what I found is that after, say, five, 10, 15 years or such, if you go back and watch something again. Your opinion kind of changes on stuff like your. It can if there's something there to change it. But 
My, the problem I have with something like Ren and Stimpy just is a little too stupid. Nine times out of ten, the humor, there's just no, I don't know, like, it feels thoughtless. Yeah, not sophisticated. I just thought it, it was disgusting, simple. the way they would, like, like pimple-popping gross. Yeah, like, that kind of stuff. Like, I don't like gross. Me neither. I think I'm very civilized and sophisticated, so I need, you know, just, just nice things like smoking jackets. <laughs> maybe we weren't the audience. Like with, with Lower Decks, maybe we're not the audience. And that's something that I think is a big part of it. So that's the... That's not true. Going to... Um, uh, we had talked about this in, a, I think, maybe one of our last bigger sort of powwow recordings we had, um, where we talked about some of the shows we seem, it seems to appeal to different people, right? So, like, Discovery appeals to a certain type of person. To losers. the world. To, to, <laughs> I mean, look, look, she said it, not me, okay? So, um, Discovery appeals to a certain type of person, and those people are generally, let's be honest, they're more of, they fall into the, uh, and I mean no offense by this, but more into that social justice category where they're everybody and they have this utopian, you know, sort of thing in the way they think. And that's fine. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm sure there are some redeeming qualities. I gave up after season two or three. Some people really identify with Strange New Worlds, which actually Strange New Worlds seems to be more of like a middle ground for everybody because most people seem to like that. And then lower decks, there's uh, maybe for different people. So it seems like they're in in in, in a good way every show they're doing, they're trying to kind of do a little bit different directions to see how many hooks they can put out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some Something fish respond better I to some bait. Yeah, yeah, I different bait, that. So. But they all have the essence of Star Trek, even Discovery, reluctantly to say. Yeah, maybe. I yeah. So, so Lower Decks ap- appeals to a person who has seen all of Trek. Yes. Because if you haven't seen all of Trek... Yeah you're not going to understand half the dialogue because like they throw in references to Janeway maneuver or like Kirk, this Spock, that, or, you know, Archer, this. And you're like, if you've never watched anything Star Trek, other than let's say new Trek, starting with discovery, you're not going to understand what the hell they're talking about. And I think that's it's the like problem. a comedian. It's almost, it's almost like a comedian's love letter to like true fans, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, just like uh, for, like that new Super Mario movie that they came out with, that entire movie was basically just a bunch of Mario game references. But it was done oh. in such a way where, I mean, we all, like, we love it. Like, we watched it again last night. Like, we watched that movie at least once or twice a week. We've probably played it from <laughs> beginning to end, like, 30 times since it's come out. We don't get sick of it because we're, we're, big, we're big Nintendo people. We're big Mario people. So, you know, um, I, just, I just thought of the perfect analogy for Lower Decks. It's it's Robin Williams doing stand up, but only reciting lines from like George Carlin and Richard Pryor. So if you don't do you understand, do you understand what? <laughs> do you, you enjoy that? I think I love depth? all of those people, those comedians. Do, do you understand the depth you have to go to be able to under? I get what you're saying, but do you know how many people are going to be going? What the fuck is he even saying? Well, because all those That's people the, are dead. There's three well, people. No. No, it's just because you, first of of all, no, no, first of all, you have to understand what he means by doing that. So take the names away and what he means by having a person channeling these other two people. Okay. You have to understand that. Then you have to understand each person's type of comedy. So you have to understand Robin, Robin Williams delivery, but the jokes of these two others. 
Right, and yeah. that is exactly Lower Decks. So if you don't know who the fuck the rest of these shows are, you're going to be lost as shit. I understand what you're yeah. saying. I hear what you're saying. You're right. And I think that, that that's where the problem is, is because Lower Decks fuels itself on being a reference show. And that's the problem I, that I have with Lower Decks is there's there there is some story. Sure, there tends to be sometimes, but for the most part, it's just a it's spot the Easter eggs, spot the references, and that's what the show is built yeah. upon. When it when it first started, I got that. I thought that was really cool. Three seasons later, we're still doing the same damn thing. It's but could just, you appreciate the two the Tuvix episode, the Tuvok Tuvix episode, the sure. episode of Text? That was actually pretty good. But again, if you didn't understand the Tuvok, the whole context around the Janeway Voyager episode with two Tuvix, Tuvix, um, then all of the humor, the whole like meat of the epi- of the Lower Decks episode is lost. And but it was kind of brilliant. I thought that episode. Um, I get you that. Know, the idea of it doing all the transporter I, malfunctions with the flower I, and making the whole crew. Yeah, joining them. You see, that was really cool. I, I will now I will now say two words that will make Big J cringe and walk off the set. Ready? Okay. Peanut hamper. I'm done. I'm yeah. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and just spend the rest of the day. Over here. Come you on, seen, you man. know, I, I can only imagine. I can oh. only imagine like peanut hamper. You know, no, like, I don't want to talk about it. Peanut hamper. I wonder if it's anything like Birdo. You remember Birdo from the old Mario games, the snout? You know, I wonder yeah. if it's. There's anything like that. Have you seen those toys that where they just spin and they have like they have lights and shit? Stop it! What you guys? (laughs) Why? Why is it ruined Big J's day? Day. It's like a reverse dildo kind of thing. (laughs) Can you fuck Peanut Hamper? Does Peanut Hamper have a orifice? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Peanut Hamper has the hole. Okay. But here's the thing. No, here's the thing. Is it? Is it? Is it actual like sex or is it, is it like fucking or is it just like, like face fucking? Is it just like an extreme blowjay? Well, so here's the thing, right? The, the, the spout of the exocomp can replicate anything, right? So I'm assuming what it does is it, is it can replicate, uh, kind of like a flashlight at the end of its little hose. This is horrible. Yeah. Tech man. I've got to say that. Wait, wait, wait for one of these companies to come out with like the fucking, they can't call it the Star Trek edition because of like Penis copyright. No, 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 no. Yeah, they'll call it like oh. something like that. And it'll be like this thing and it's got like legs that clamps to the edge of your like desk and it's shaped like an exocomp. <laughs> You've thought about this before. <laughs> this is I coming up to I think about a lot of things. <laughs> Me too. High five. High five to the ADHDs. So, the yeah, Enterprise so ADHDs. For so anyone that's that, still so listening, the couple of you, I've completely lost control of the situation. They're, they're gone. <laughs> they're 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 gone. Uh, well, okay, it's just so us. first of all, let's let's just look at the let's let's look at the problem what we have with this episode. We're talking first. We didn't really have like much to say, so we're talking about lower decks because that's what's relevant. However, lower decks is a bunch of like you know adult humor, so that's already a recipe for disaster when mixed with. Us. When you with us, um, so you should have known it was going to get bad when when Tech and Alfie showed up. I did, yeah, I did. I tried to deny it, like no, not it's not going to. We know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, it just is what it is, man. Gotta no, that that's cool because that's 
that's what it is. I think the the humor of Lower Decks uh, is very adult humor, which I'm not saying that it should be a cartoon. We had a cartoon. We had Prodigy. It got canceled. I just think that Lower Decks is kind of, it's going for a lot of low-hanging fruit. The episode that had the all the transporter accidents and did all the references to the uh, Tuvix episode in, in Voyager, that was part of, that was the plot of the episode. And so all those references were, to me, kind of a different thing. They were relevant. But in general, all these other episodes of Lower Decks, it's just part of, it's part of the dialogue. It doesn't have anything to do with the episode. It's just, let's write dialogue that includes as many references to some mention or past Star Trek that we can fit. And I think that that's the lazy way of doing the dialogue is that we don't have, we really don't have captivating episodes. We had some <laughs> here and there along the way, but it just, like I said, I'm, I'm in between obligated and liking viewing the show. So it's not, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to put in, put it into words. It's this. No, show I understand, just does not I understand exactly what you're, I understand exactly what you're saying. I, I have to be in the mood to enjoy. If I'm not in the right mindset, I'll turn it on and play on my phone and not pay attention to a single fucking thing. Uh, because yeah. I'm in that, like, well, I need to watch it because I do content creation. So I need to know what's going on. Yeah. But yeah, at the same time, I just can't. I Same. I see it. I see it quite supplementary to regular track, and I can just take it for what it is and very much enjoy it. And I feel like it's 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 made by fans, and I appreciate that. Like they they have knowledge about Star Trek, and I respect that because obviously it's all references, so they have to they have to understand the intricacies. So I have a question. Changing the subject slightly, but if you're, everyone, how pissed off were you all or not with the last episode of Strange New Worlds leaving us on a cliffhanger, like on a two parter? I'm good with it. Oh, we talked. Uh, we we'd also we we had discussed the. Um, have you already discussed you know, we, that? When we were when we were talking about the the whole thing of your orders, Captain, and all the stuff exploding, and my my mind and Boom Slam's mind immediately went to Galaxy Quest, and when he goes activate the Omega Thirteen, <laughs> and then that was like their cliffhanger that they ended the whole show on. Um, that was the only thing I could think of. So I started laughing, and then you know, of course, I got some stares, and then I, I had to explain myself, but. Um, I, I think it, I think it was fine. Um, I think it's a little silly because because why? As someone as someone who has been involved in life and death situations, a lot of them, um, generally speaking, and it's not always like a rule, but generally speaking, people who freeze freeze, and people who don't don't. So Pike freezing is so far out of character that no matter the circumstances, people who act immediately generally act immediately. Um, yeah. So for him to freeze was a little silly to me. So I think whoever wrote that's never, I mean, no, nobody that's wrote that show has probably ever been in a real life or death. Probably they tell everybody it's a life or death situation. No. I don't, I don't it know. probably people, wasn't. Not, people do freeze or flight or, you know, some people are really good in crisis situations. I think having ADHD is usually a plus for a crisis situation actually. 
But uh, I think it would be more weird if Kirk froze in his character. But Pike, I don't know. Do we know enough about Pike to know the details of his personality? I think I don't so. Know. I mean, from from what we've seen, he's not a, he's not someone who freezes during fight or flight. He doesn't freeze. No, he seems like it's a very decisive character. Yeah, he know, seems like he's going to use. Why historically, he he's just he's just used what other information he had and just gone with the best choice that he can. Yeah. He doesn't have any information of his own. Kirk is what um, he, what's his name? Pike never has opinions himself or ideas. He always just goes to screen. He's like, "What are we doing, Kirk?" I'm like, "Yes, good idea. Let's do that one. Let's roll with it." But um, he never. But that's so. That's the thing. Even crowdsourcing. If we want to go that route and say that he would crowdsource it, that what are your orders, Captain? He some somebody mm-hmm. because you have this dynamic when you work with a crew and and when you work with the same people, especially in life or death situations, people fall into their roles, right? This isn't corporate America where stress is a deadline for a paper. No, the deadline, the stress is if I don't act in the next nanosecond, Jim's going to get shot in the face. Are you so, talking about the military? Are you in the military? <clears throat> so I'm just I, I don't want to go down that road right now. Okay. So. Um, in, a, in, a, in a situation like that, where you're used to working with people in these very dynamic environments where it's actually, you know, there's real danger, um, people just generally sort of fall into their roles. And then so as you go and you work with the same team over and over and over and over again, people kind of already know what their role is. There's not a lot of, well, I want to do this. I want to do this. It's, an, it's known that, okay, if, you know, whatever, if it's a fighting situation and there's some big bastard, well, we're going to use Billy over there because that motherfucker's like 320 pounds of corn fed Nebraska boy. No. And he's going to fuck that guy. Yeah. So he's I'm been not throwing bales of hay since he was four. <laughs> dude, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be fucking jumping in there trying to throw haymakers at a dude who's built like fucking Dave Batista, right? Like, I'm right. going to be like, he knows. And I'm not even going to have to say anything. He's get up and be like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be it. So people fall into their roles. So in a situation like that, if that's his command style, where it's oh, what's my, uh, what's what's your orders? I, I I think that I don't even think the crew would do that. I'd be like, be like, sir, I think we should do this immediately. Somebody would just throw out their suggestion because that's how it normally goes. And how you do things is a repetition. And the more you do a repetition, the more it becomes muscle memory, which is where training comes in. So if I do the same thing every way, every time under pressure, my brain's going to do that. And so that's why that. It, I'm not upset, right? Because people have to write something that's compelling and that's fine. But in reality, when we talk about how those things work, they don't go down like that. Um, and so it's frustrating to me as someone who knows how that goes. So um, I'm not, I'm not saying that it sucks. Like it's a terrible show, but it's a little frustrating when it's like, they've been in crazy situations before. And now all of a sudden he's like, oh, I don't know what the fuck to do. So what you know, was the difference I, then? What was the difference in this situation that Pike made freeze? Because they must have had some motivation in order to con- convincingly get him to freeze. Or did you think it was out of character, not thought, thought through? Or do you think there's anything unique about the situation? No, there's plenty of times that the Star Trek writers don't think things through. They do. Oh all yeah, the time. sure. So, but I'm talking about so, this very. So in this, time. in this, in this instance, what you're doing is here's the difficult part. <clears throat> if I'm trying to, and we'll see it all the time. I'll, I'll, I'll take a step. I'll take it away from this and put it in a simpler team of people and understand. I as a man cannot write. Okay. And people can get butthurt about this all they want. I don't give a damn. I cannot accurately write a a story about a a woman growing up. I don't know what the fuck that's like, right? It's going to be a bunch of stereotypes and crowdsourced information because I don't know. So I can't get into the mind, right? Just like you're not going to be able to write, you're not going to be able to write something really great, uh, a backstory or whatever for a guy, because guys are going to be like, yeah, that doesn't know, fucking, that's not how it works. 
and that's fine. It's not normally, it's not that big of an issue. The problem comes in this case is when you're writing something that has to do with combat for people whose most stressful day is the Starbucks was out of their sugar-free vanilla that morning. <laughs> that becomes a problem because they don't actually, people, people, your pressure is what your level of stress is what you've experienced. That's the most, the, whatever you've experienced that was the most stressful that's okay. the most stressful for you. Just one thing, one thing. The, just across the board, women's stress in general is not compounded by drinking vanilla Starbucks. So I don't think we need to make it into a man-woman like situation. I, I, People have I, I don't. No, I, no, you, no I, he, he wasn't was saying that. He, he, he was talking no, about you completely misunderstood. Yeah, I'm yeah about, I did. I'm talking about the people that are writing. No, there was nothing about. Okay, sorry, I, about, I misunderstood. I thought you meant. Yeah, that. you took you, you were linking you, things said, together. No, no, because you said I can't write about being a woman. Um, so I associated your follow-on comment with I can only write about men and what like serious trauma they've been through, and then women mm-hmm. with the Starbucks thing. But if that's not what you meant, then no, he was making a comparison on <laughs> everyone's bad day is yeah, different. just because Starbucks is really hard to get the order right. So it's coming very, so, very stressful. So if you're, again, if you're talking about people, the writers whose most stressful day, as I said, as what okay, I said, writers. their most okay, stressful sure. day is, uh-huh. you know, the Starbucks got their order wrong or whatever the case may be. It's hard for you to get into the mind of someone who's seen combat. Um, sure, sure, sure. And, yeah, yeah. Unrelated. So even, yeah. even me talking to other people, because um, I, I'm around people that are, you know, that are in the military and be in combat all the time. Other people who have even seen even crazier things than I've ever seen. Um, it's sometimes hard for me to understand what they mean because it's like, man, I've seen some crazy stuff, but that's extra crazy. So it's like, you still don't quite understand. So for me to try to think about how that's going to be and try to put pen to paper, even though it's a sci-fi show and it's all made up, there's nobody out there right now fucking duking it out with lasers unless they're far off and we can't see them, but there's nobody out there having big space battles and shit like fucking Halo and, and, and Star Wars and Star Trek and all that stuff. But even then, it's a combat situation and a human is human. So trying to put yourself in the mind and trying to understand that, there's a lot of things that you're going to miss. And one of them is that in a combat group, people fall into the roles. And as you progress, those roles become more uh, defined. Um, but it's also something that's unspoken. I don't have to tell you to do what you normally do because you're just going to fall into that because that's what we always do. There's, there doesn't have to be any words. And taking and the so, emotion out of it is part of the training, right? Is just being able to well, execute without thinking of no, the impact no, of your decisions. No, you still have to think about things like that. It's a lot more complicated than that. You still have to, you do have to think with emotion. If we took emotion out of it, then, you know, it's like, hey, there's a bad guy in there. Let's we'll blow the building up. Oh, well. But if, you're what do, but, if, well you're, but if you're doing it over and over and over again, the emotion is secondary to the action. Mm, I'm like agreeing no, with your it's point. It's right there with it. It's it's right there with it. No, I, I see what I see what you're saying, but it's, it's not that simple. So there's not a yes or no answer on that. It's just one of those things. It's like kind of like you had to be there kind of thing, you know? Yeah. I'm going to I'm, I'm hijack and pivot this because what I found ridiculous about the entire episode, <laughs> or the entire se- season finale of uh, Strange New Worlds is the same thing I found ridiculous in the in the season finale of uh, uh, season four of Star Trek Discovery. And that these, uh, well, there are tentacles in, in uh, Discovery, but the whole thing about um, the Gorn and Species 10C or whatever the, the fuck they come up with new Trek as, as far as villains go, there are no opposable thumbs. And so it's hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that these reptilian creatures um, who walk on all fours and have no opposable thumbs somehow made 
really advanced technology using metal, you know, metallurgy and, uh, you know, the, the magic of Star Trek. And so you have this gigantic pyramid shooting a beam into space that causes a dampening field for electronic equipment when these people can't even fucking walk upright. So that to me is just kind of like, at least in TNG, they're turning a wrench with their teeth. (laughs) 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 Somebody was like, what the heck is that guy doing? He's he's trying to tighten it down. (laughs) (laughs) And then, then so like the the whole the whole premise to me that 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 the gorn have matter it makes sense wait the gorn have thumbs don't they yeah they they have thumbs right and they walk (laughs) they walk on all fours because you know right but then they 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 built a transporter walking on all fours and and acting like hyenas to to kill their prey like (laughs) (laughs) just like Okay, they're, that's totally they're e- believable, guys. They're equally, if not a little more advanced than Starfleet. So yes, how do I'm trying to see. why am I googling? Why am I googling <laughs> new Gorn hands? Why? Why would you put that in your search history? <laughs> because now I need to find out what they look like. <laughs> to go. My FBI agent's tripping right now, bro. <laughs> I hear what the other you're saying thing is Jack. like if, it, it, if you look at mm-hmm. species 10c in discovery those Ow. those things literally have tentacles for hands they have no arms so how do they build this giant space killing amoeba thingy that is much bigger than their own space outside our galaxy it is beyond me to comprehend that's why that's why like i i like strange new worlds and i like what they're trying to do but at least for the love of God, please make humanoid aliens that that this is are a gorn believable. hand. Oh, Alfie, where'd you yeah. get that? A gorn hand. <laughs> my back scratch. My back scratch. Gorn hand. But it has I was, kind of, I was afraid when you first held it up. I didn't know what we were in for. <laughs> I'm like, is the, Yeah, because we're I like that. Turn with Alfie. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Oh, come on. You guys are incorrigible. <laughs> Tech, I absolutely understand what you're saying. I have a very hard time putting my head around a lot of these species that are depicted as having advanced technology. Or, for example, there was a, a episode of Voyager where they encountered a species of people that uh, evolved and lived in a completely water world uh can't recall the name of the episode but i can't i can't grasp my head around being able to construct any kind of anything or technology in water everybody has an underwater welding certification yeah really right and i think that that's hard for me to wrap my head around and you're right is that the way the gorn are being depicted they've been made too animalistic for their technology used to be realistic. That's the problem that I have is they, they're going too far this way with how the Gorn are being shown and then expecting us to also believe that they have technology that could just about equal or best Starfleet. It doesn't match. And the other thing, the other problem that I have 
with where they've gone with the Gorn is the fact that Arena is coming down the pike. It's about eight or nine years away. Kirk is supposed to go physically match up fighting a Gorn and eventually defeat this Gorn. And the way that they're being shown and depicted now is making that fight so unrealistic now that it just, it, it defies all logic. And here's the thing is they can't, I don't know how you, that, that's, oh, what are the words I'm trying to use? They can't, they can't make those, they can't match those. They can't, it's done. So what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to say, somebody's going to have to say which one they want to be canon now. And though for those of us who have been longtime Trek fans, um, at this point I'm watching strange new worlds, understanding that this, this is not within the realm of the universe that I normally watch. Um, it just, it, there's, it's impossible. There's no way that you can, I I've thought about it. We've all talked about it. Like you said, there's no way that you can, you know, you, you depict the Gorn as this big jacked freaking slow swiping fucking thing. And now all of a sudden they're like these agile, like a meth head ag- agility, wiry coat hanger, son of a bitch, just all over the place. I mean, he's going to tear a human apart. You can't, you can't freaking, no, you hit can't. Three piece combos with a fucking Gorn, you know? Like, you can't, you can't just pick and move. Like, you can get eaten. Like, it was, yeah, there's it was no bobbing and weaving here. You're going to get wait, fucked wait, up. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Speaking about that, in the season finale, what I found also just absolutely hilarious that just made me chuckle was that um, whatever ship that Christine Chapel was on, I can't remember the name, you know, the one that got blown up by the Gorn. Um, the Cayuga. The Kai, thank you. The, the Kyoga. There was a Gorn. There was a Gorn that looked like a giant alligator, but had, but had a a, a space helmet. Yes, yes, yes. Trying to punch buttons. I saw that was so weird. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty. Yeah, that was that was definitely one of those when I watched it. And I was like, I'm thinking to myself, and I think I might have even said it to my wife. I was like, I was like, man, I would have died. And be like, oh yeah, I'm not fighting a, a dinosaur in space. I was like, no, I would have fucking laughed and given myself away. <laughs> Somebody like, where's like somewhere on this ship is Florida man, and he's taking a gator and he's put a fucking spacesuit on the gator and thought about how funny it would be. <laughs> and it was been university. <laughs> Might have been, must have been University of Florida, I guess. Dude, <laughs> University of South Florida. It made such a weakness in the character because you just like phaser the helmet and it's like, ah, it's dead then. And it, I kind of felt like it just made the scary monster completely ridiculous. Yeah, it is, it is kind of silly. At this point, I'm wondering if the same character, the same uh, people who are coming up with character design for this are the same ones who did all the monsters for Monsters, Inc. They just like drew hands and <laughs> helmets and eyes and shit. Just, yeah. So it's rectified, supposedly, supposedly, um, uh, Arena, the 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 Gorn hegemony and the Federation have never had contact before, and yet in Strange New Worlds, there was a beacon sent out from the Gorn to Starfleet saying, "This is our neutral zone," and it goes right next to a planet not next to a solar system no but right through a solar system by a planet yeah 
yeah it is it is pretty it is pretty ridiculous and i think that's my like like big j i think that's my biggest um issue as as big j would say that's his beef that's my beef uh, yeah big j's beef yeah with big j's beef with the um with the strange new world that'll be my biggest one um aside from the fact that kirk is literally banging one of Khan's descendants, but somehow he didn't know who Khan was. Um, right. right. You know, a his relationship like that, you know. So what now? Hey, his girlfriend's related to Khan? La'an? La'an Nunyan Singh? That's not, that's not his girlfriend right now in, in the show. It's the... No, that, that's, that's Carol Marcus, who's pregnant with his child, apparently. Yeah, Laon and that Laon and Kirk thing was in a. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about Pike. Alternate I'm timeline. Confused. Yeah. No, I thought you were talking about Pike. Forget, forget no, what but I said. even now, no, even now, Kirk. Right. And he's Lon acting like. met up and mm-hmm. they've had drinks and, you know, they've talked and shit. If you don't think Kirk smashed, it's Kirk. It's Kirk. You know, uh, okay. Let's say, let's say that you're not wrong. Let's just let's go ahead and go there. We don't even need that to take a couple steps back and saying that he's interacting with someone that at some point he should. Well, to be perfectly honest with you, maybe he does forget the name. Maybe we're taking advantage of the fact that we can we can watch these episodes one after the other or go back and reference something. Big J, Big J. If you you were, wait, hold on. If you worked with somebody whose last name was Hitler, you think you'd forget it? Who they're related to? Never. (laughs) No. Even, even with my terrible memory, the names that stand out. If you work with a Singh, and I understand the Federation, everybody's blah 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 blah. blah, But someone whose name is Lan Thing is a very unusual name. For Kirk, and even in that show, let's be real, you eventually would be like, huh? Because he it's not like someone he was just like, we worked in the same division and they were like way over there. Yeah. No, it's someone she calls him personally. They discuss his brother. You're gonna remember somebody's last name like that. Like to this day, some of the the standout names, mm-hmm. I can remember them. Somebody be like, Oh yeah, my last name is, you know, uh, whatever. I'm like Luaxana Troy, used, that's standout. I used name. to I used to, oh, if somebody's last name was Troy and I worked with a Troy, I'd be like, I, I, I used to work with a, that's funny, man. I haven't heard that name in forever. I actually, blah, 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 blah. And it happens all the time. It happened. It's happened to me because I have an unusual last name and some people, excuse me, are unusual for where I live and where I'm from. And they'd be like, huh, I actually knew another one of those, man, a long time ago. I said, let me guess. They were from XYZ. Yeah. Yeah. That's where their family was from. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Um, yeah. So you, I think, I think, I think you would remember that, especially someone he's taken interest into. And at this point they've had some, several sort of intimate conversations, a little deeper than surface conversations. Um, he's, he's helped her, um, and stuff like that. So there's, there's a little bit more there. I think that he, he should definitely I'll, remember it. I will give you, I'll give you another, I'll give you another one. Hold on, hold on. Before you go out, I'll give you another one. Let's just say Kirk has had so much pussy that he forgot on right yeah. since, <laughs> since the original and he has, <laughs> he has. Wait, wait 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 hold on hold on hold on spock is earth's historian he would know he would know he yeah. probably would have remembered 
Yeah. Spock, un- anyway, Spock, halfway unconscious and drunk would be like, I remember that name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Big J, I've got a question I'm, for you. Okay. I have a question for you. I'm Let's just wondering, it. anyone else, I'll jump in with the answer too, but I, I'm, I've got confidence that Big J will know the answer. If any, what is the difference or relation between Noonien Singh and Noonien Song? And if nothing, what the fuck are their names so similar? But surely there must be a connection because why would... So can anybody explain that to me? Well, that is something that has kind of stayed in the back of my mind as sort of perplexing. So the Soongs, uh, I, I forget which Soong did it. Uh, I know it wasn't Eric. Um, I mean, yeah, he did work on the Augment program, but which which Soong was the one depicted in season two of Picard that we showed was started started rifling through the files and got to the uh, the augment uh, stuff. So, but how that relates to you've got Khan Noonien Singh and the Noonien Soong family. I think that that's they they don't have anything in common besides that. The Noonien Soongs got into the uh, moving on, the, the the pushing on, the the resurfacing of the Augment program. Why they used names that were so similar, I don't know. That part just does not make sense to me. There's no reason. If you're familiar, if you're familiar with the, the with, with, if you're familiar with the the, like the Punjab region of northern India, mm-hmm. um, and 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 I don't want to butcher this, so I'm going to try to be a little general because most of the information I have comes from our friend G, which I wish he was here right now because G is like the ultimate Indian historian. Um, so G, um, and, and all this information that he's telling me, the the last name Sting is like Wilson. Or Smith. It's a very, very common name. And so I, I'm not sure. I, I understand that. Like, like somebody named Muhammad, it's, it's you know, it's a coincidence is very possible. But with the Noonien part, I'm not sure if that is, um, if that means anything, sort of like, a, like a, like a lot of Indians would be named like Patel, sort of like a, it has, I think, it, if I'm not mistaken, it has something to do with like merchant. Or something mm-hmm. like that. The name is associated with merchant. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of places throughout the world where a last name is sort of a description like of Smith, the per- person. Like Smith, yeah. or Smith. Right. It's, 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 exactly. a cast. it's a cast. Right. Exactly. So a lot of these a lot of these things, um, <clears throat> um, a lot of these names, they, they weren't just they didn't just come just made up. They they they. But they are just reason. made up because they're made up characters for a show. So that's uh, what I'm interested about. Why here's, they just with intention? Here, here's here's the best answer i found so far it is because gene roddenberry had a friend during world war ii named kim nunyan one gene lost contact with his friend and apparently had some hope that tossing the name in there would draw the ear of television and maybe he'd find him again cool i do remember that so yes i i want to so correct it's not anything it's not it doesn't sound like it's anything within the show it sounds like it's more of just from the, from yes something else that influences from the creator i want to correct well, some of the that, wording i use i think i might have Name some names incorrectly. So, Noonien Soong was the Soong that created data. That's Noonien Soong. Laan and Khan Noonien Singh. I, th- I think the way I was saying it before, I, I couldn't recall, was I 
saying Noonien Soong as if his uh, middle name, like he had a first name and a middle name. His middle name was Noonien. It's it's not. His first name was was Noonien. So you've got Noonien Soong of the Soong family and Noonien Singh. I, if I had to really take a in-universe explanation of that, I would say that at some point during this family's history, they maybe had some kind of affinity for Khan Noonien Singh and Noonien's father decided, yeah, I want to name my son Noonien. It, it's so, it's such a mesh of just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me why they would try to make it confusing like that. They're, of all the directions and names and things they could have done, they hinted at something that was some kind of possible connection that really wasn't or didn't need to be. That was <laughs> totally strange. It's like, it's kind of kind of what we said earlier. Um, no one in their right mind since the 40s and probably ever from now would name their child Hitler. It doesn't it doesn't matter. It would be or like, Adolf. Or, or Adolf. You're not allowed yes. to. You're not, you're not allowed to in Germany. It's illegal in Germany. It's illegal in Germany. It's flat out, flat out illegal. That's how bad it is. I can guarantee you there's some white racist motherfucker out there that kid Adolf. Oh, of so, course. So here's a, here's a, so here's a, here's a fun fact for you. <laughs> and he was given this name, obviously, before all this happened. My great grandfather's name was Adolf. Oh. That doesn't surprise me. Well, but it was, so, it was yeah. a more common name. Well, I mean, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a more common ish name. Common name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was much more common, especially from that region of, of Germany where he came from. So could, could you I imagine? do have a friend now called Adolfo, but he's Oh, that's different. He's Spanish. Adolfo. So I think it's different. Could you imagine being the guy whose name they pretty much like forbade being used ever again? Uh there if you actually deep if you deep dive into it, there's a lot of people that actually changed their names. They had their names legally changed. Yes. Of course they would. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of people that had their names legally changed. Uh there was one, I can't remember, there was a I was watching something uh, one night and there was a documentary and it was actually about Hitler's family, his descendants and like, you know, great uh, grandchildren, this, that, and the other nieces, nephews, whatever. And, um, there was one of them where it was somebody that was close to the family and it was like, uh, uh, the, the mom and dad decided to name the son Adolf, but then you know, world war two happened and all these other atrocities and everything. And then after the fact, when the kid was an adult, went and had his name legally changed to you know, fucking Francis or where the fuck he changed it to. I don't know. Some other German shit, but Francis. anyway, that, that was yeah. Genghis Khan. I mean, you know, I guess right, Genghis know. Khan. But, yeah. Something even more terrifying like Frankenstein. In fact, name. if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, Genghis Khan was, um, Related to Union. Wrong, but didn't so, he yeah, murder more people um, than, Hitler. Yes, but Genghis Khan also gave uh, women, if I'm not mistaken, gave women more rights than what pretty much anybody else was doing back then. Huh. I don't think the I need right that to part, party. But... <laughs> <laughs> so, I, know. I gotta, I gotta jump off, gentlemen. But well, don't because uh, that's a hard hour for me. I'm gonna go to a stand-up comedy night now. But you, you guys don't care Are you about that. Take your back scratcher with you. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. This is like how I'm going to clap when the acts are good. Um, I'm just going to plug Highly Logical really quick, if sure. y'all don't mind. Because, guys, you, you need to 
you know, you need to be a guest on our show so we can really test your Trek trivia. Um, I would fail. Yeah. Well, even more reason to come on. So then I look better. Highly logical. I, I, feel, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like things like that is like where you, you think you're pretty decent at something and then you go and you figure out that you're not as good as you, you're, you're, you're more of a casual than you thought you were. Yeah, but that's what's brilliant about Highly Logical is you just don't have any idea what the question is going to be like. You even get points for right answers. I can steal points from other players to give to you. Like, it's really about being very illogical with some of the answers and stuff like that. So even if you don't know, it doesn't matter. It's well, just about having a good time. I saw what you did there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As Big Jake can attest, it's, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's a chill time. But we'd love to have you on anyway because uh, this is really fun and... Um, yeah, before I leave, so check out Star Trek Highly Illogical. Uh, you can find the information on the spin.net website, this starfleetpodcast.net. Yep, starfleetpodcast.net. If I, if I come on, there'll be a lot more tentacles. I'll, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, don't have well, Tech Man on it, as a guest. That would be. We could even make we could make tentacles <laughs> the actual theme. No, oh God, no, 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 we, no, no, no. I don't. Yeah, so I don't <laughs> think you want anybody from Trek Talk on there. <laughs> Why? We do. Uh, we do. Don't open that door. Don't open that door. Once that door is open, you can't. Burn up a rolly bump. Hey, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I can I can actually hold my own because you know I I uh, tried to uh, be very nice when we were interviewing uh, that author, Big J. Yes, that is definitely <laughs> great. Guys, thank you because that we, is a whole different. Our tones yeah. of shows are are so different, and I'm. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have to like launch a missile at you or anything like that. No, because... we can, in all seriousness, when we, <laughs> Alfie, when we, when we know, Alfie, when we know, it's okay. Alfie, but guys, I don't know why you have in your head that you have to behave on Star Trek Highly Illogical because Big J can no, back me up. You really do not have to behave on it. We're teasing. In fact, incest, uh, no, we, joke, we, we incest jokes is probably a big theme as well. But anyway, I can't if I can't convince you with that, I don't know what will. Get on highly logical. Check go, it out. Go enjoy your uh, go enjoy your whatever it was with your hard hour or whatever the fuck you said. I don't know. I kind of wasn't listening, but enjoy. Yourself. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy my hard hour. <laughs>